Prior to 1970, the word marginal suggested an individual or group who had characteristics of two distinct cultures, but could not integrate them successfully. Thus, they live on the periphery of society, unable to enjoy the benefits of an ordinary member. Perhaps the forces of expanding global capitalism and inequality have engendered the word marginalisation, for increasing numbers of people are being economically repositioned in a worldwide phenomenon. This continues to affect us all directly or indirectly, whether we're in the winning 20% who increasingly control wealth or the losing 80% who do not. In the USA, which is far from the worst case of inequality worldwide, 20% of the population owns 93% of the total wealth. The key element that separates the culture of the haves and have-nots is not primarily ownership, but sufficient income to live with adequate housing, food and education. These benefits directly relate to the power to influence events beyond their families and friends. Only regulation by government or civil action can temper the decisions of global corporations that can have profound employment, social, economic and ecological repercussions on a nation. Businesses must operate within the law but have no actual obligations beyond that. Their leverage rests on whether the market will buy what they sell and thus the tax revenue they generate. The Extinction Rebellion protests and many other legitimate attempts to assert freedom and demand democratic influence are growing in energy worldwide. Whilst those who are most directly affected by marginalisations may not be leading these campaigns, the movements are in the grip of a passionate desire to correct a situation they recognise as profoundly antisocial.